Are you doing this work to facilitate growth or to become famous? Which is more important? I fuck with what y'all got going on and what y'all represent. You know what I'm saying? We want people to leave greater than they came. We want people to leave with an aha moment. Because black people don't like going to therapy. Right. Y'all made therapy cool. Yeah. And you got an elder on social media talking about relationships. Like, that's not something we see all the time in it. The concept of it, you know what I'm saying, basically address a lot of issues that, you know what I'm saying, our community got. Toxic traits, you know what I'm saying, past trauma. And it ain't shoved down your throat in a, in a you know, politically correct way. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of scrolling. If I can go to Shade Room, I can go to Full Circle TV. You know everything come full circle. I just so love watch it come full circle. And I can never let that bad vibes inside my circle, no. Welcome back to another episode of Relationship Goals, the podcast, where our goal is to encourage our listeners to do the work, be able to have those hard conversations, and cultivate healthier relationships. Relationship Goals, the series created by Full Circle Television, features people in romantic, familial, and platonic relationships, opening up about the joys and tests of their relationships and how they navigate through life. This week, we sit down with Ashley, Austin, Marcus, Crystal, and the Gusters as they tell us about how social media has affected their relationships. I didn't expect you to say that today. <laughs> I mean, we've been honest, right? True. <laughs> Got the magic happening. Got a feeling it's great and I'm loving it. Hey, we got the magic happening. Everything that we need, everything that we bake, girl, the magic's happening. And the feeling is great, and this feeling is great, girl, the magic happening, happening, it's happening. The question I always get is like, how did I know when it was time, or when I felt like I was ready to ask her to get married? And I remember the day, I don't remember the exact date, but I remember the day I just woke up and I was like, I looked over at her, I was like, I'm going, I'm going to marry her. So, I think, so what I did, I baited her, I asked her, I was like, so, you know, what about, we've been talking about marriage for a while, so, you know, when you thinking, she was like, I'm thinking maybe, I'm going to give you, what, four years, three years, so, you know, you figure it out by then, and, you know, we'd be ready then, and all of this, so I was like, okay, I had already bought the ring, so, did you, did you know that? No, um... I always, so I knew like the things that I wanted, but I wanted to allow him time to get to where I envision myself. So his vision may not have aligned with mine as quickly as I wanted it to, but I'm like, I'm going to tell him, like when he asked me, I'm like, okay, well, I give you two years. Cause I'm like, by two years, like we should have this together. Like we done move this quickly. Like it ain't no reason to slow down now. We got to keep this ball rolling. So I'm going to give you two years to get there. But I didn't know it was going to happen as quickly as it did. So, um, basically, timeline, we met 07. 08, we were, we be, got in a relationship at the end of 08. 09, we purchased our first house. Um, in 10, we got pregnant. In 10, we got engaged. and 11, we got married. So, every year was something back-to-back. -back. We were continuously doing something. So... It worked out perfect for me because I, when I met him, I was like, he mine. <laughs> okay, so the day I proposed, 
um, I had to go get the ring from somebody I work with and she was holding it for me. So I had planned out this elaborate thing I was gonna do. I started getting nervous. Not that the, the point that I was like, she's not gonna say yes. It was just like, I'm really doing this. So um, I went to get the ring. I had set up uh, reservations at Blue Bar mm -hmm. and a restaurant downtown on the lake. And so I started getting ready. What did you think we was That's doing at that point? So um, I told her, she said, like, you don't never really plan. We always went on dates. Like, I'm like, yeah. She's like, you want to go to the movies? You want to go here? You want to go, go on a trip? I'm like, yeah. So we always did stuff, but she planned it. So this one time I planned it, I thought she, it was going to kind of throw you off. Like, like why are you planning this big elaborate date? But um, I set up everything. We went to the blue bar and watched the band play. Mm -hmm. We had, well, I had a few drinks because she was pregnant. Um, and then we chilled up there, five dollar talks. And she's like, where else we going? I'm like, oh, I just want to have dinner. So we went to Bartolotta's and uh, had dinner. So I, I, I parked the car, went in, and I told the lady my plans. So she's like, okay, I'm gonna sit you in a place where you kind of away from everybody, y'all have your own little space, and where it's easiest for you to propose. So I, she showed me a spot, I'm like, okay. So I came to the car, got her, walked her in. It was a windy day too, because I remember you almost fell. That was, yeah, kind of cold. So um, we went in, and I'm walking to where the lady said she was going to sit us. She sat us in the middle of the restaurant and not where she said she was going to sit us. So that threw me off. I'm like, I'm in front of everybody. So we were sitting down, had dinner, ordered these expensive ass plates, mm -hmm. got this much food. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. And I was shaking and she don't dance at all. No. I think I seen her dance. Three times. Three times since we've been together. Once was at our way. So they was playing music in like the ballroom. I'm like, let's go dance. You're like, dance. Like, I don't know. And the reason I had to say dance is because we were sitting in like a half. half it's like room. an L, yeah. Yeah. So we sitting in like in the middle, and I couldn't just turn to her like, you gonna marry me? I wanted to get on one knee. So I might have to get her to the edge of the table. So I was like, let's go dance. She's like, like, you know I'll dance, boy. <laughs> like, why are you saying that's right. dance? So then as I'm getting up, he gets down on one knee and he proposes. And of course I said yes, because I'm like, boy, you know, supposed to be my husband back when I met you in a car. And then um, everybody in the restaurant is like clapping and stuff. But the bad part about it was I was pregnant. So I'm my fast self trying to slide out of the booth. <laughs> And my stomach just on the table. And so he got down and proposed with it. was awesome. Um, I had an inkling that it was going to happen. So the part that he's leaving out is he took me to a psychic that day. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> He took me to a psychic that day. and <laughs> The reason I took her to a psychic. Right. Is it's a history behind it. Yeah, so when we were just best friends for my birthday... She got back on I July, July. Yeah, my July birthday is in September, so we weren't even together. So for my birthday, she took me to Chicago, and we just, what did we do? We, we went, went to the Navy Pier. Navy Pier. And we were just walking, 
Whether we weren't holding hands or anything, just walking on Navy Pier vibe and talking. We people watch, so if, if you ever see us laughing, we either t talking about somebody, which we shouldn't. We either talking about somebody or Let's laughing. Talk about. Yeah, nothing, nothing <laughs> harsh. But we just walking. This lady came out of like nowhere. It was Michael Dench and Angel. So <laughs> she came out of nowhere, like, can I can I talk to y'all for a second? I'm like, I can talk to. She like, I just feel y'all energy. So I'm like, okay, where this is where you know where this. But I do think she was guys because she was the one who pushed them on over to me. Okay, then so <laughs> like how how she said it. What she? Um, so she basically came over and she was like, I can feel y'all energy. Like there's a connection here. Can I sit down and talk with you guys? And we're like, hmm, like talk to us. She was like, I'm a psychic and I just like I feel like there's some things that I need to tell you. And we like we pull each other to the side like. I don't know if he know. My heart was like beating so fast. I'm just like, oh my god! Like, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you just like a feeling come over you. Like, this is so weird. Like, where did this come from? So, we talked about. It. I'm like, oh, we got any cash? She like, yeah, I got a couple dollars on me, whatever. But so, she didn't ask for money at first. We she did. We was just gonna give it to her. Right. So we, she took us inside the Navy Pier. We sat down and she just read our lives like. She talked about like your situation. I don't remember exactly what she said about it, but your house had just got broken into before we left to go out of town. And Michael was just like so angry and just like mad because he like, I don't know, like who would do this? And she told him like, it's somebody close to you. Like somebody that you know did this to Turns you. Turns out it was. <laughs> She's like, somebody you know did this to you. Like... She's like, but I see y'all together. She was like, are y'all together? We're like, no, nah, like, it's just my friend. She was like, y'all are meant for each other. Like, y'all supposed to be together. And so it was just like, she was really weird. What else am I leaving? We didn't tell her. I didn't tell her, like, my house got broken into. She just, like, um, you have envious. She gave me initials. Like, you have an envious person in your life, an older male. His initials are this. Um, she knew that somebody had did something to me recently. I didn't tell her about my house. Um, she told us about, she was like, she said we was going to have three kids. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if she gave us the, the sex or the gender of the kids, but what else did she tell us? I just remember she saying like, she like, y'all have like a really good friendship and foundation and like, I see y'all being together. So that was her thing. That's the only thing she remembers. Yeah, we going like, to be together. So Like, look at God. <laughs> so that's why I took her to the psychic the day I asked to marry her. After we talked to the lady. We gave her the, I, I gave her the donation, and we kind of stood up and like, oh, we just like. Because she says you could give me something, you don't have to, but I just feel like in my spirit, I have to tell you guys something. We took maybe four or five steps from here to there, and turned around, she was gone. And it wasn't like super packed, so it's all like. And we were in a, we weren't outside. We were like in a hallway, like on the Navy Pier. So where could she have went? Yeah, so it's just like that was creepy, and we young. We was only twenty one, so we like. Yeah, I turned twenty one that day. Yeah, so we was just like, wow, like that's crazy, and then just when it got drunk, but in reality, like she basically told us our lives. I don't really, I don't really have a problem with like social media as far as like being on it because like I don't know, it just don't seem like like a thing to me. But like, say for example, like like we here right now, we we kicking it. Say like we just chilling, watching a movie and stuff, right? And you like got your phone out and you just own it. Like 
don't know. It just feel weird to like be like, yo, like we right here in like an intimate, intimate setting. Like we can be having like whatever you searching for on that phone and all these other people's lives and stuff. Like you could be building and bonding with me right next to, next to you. So the fact that you like take the time to like be on like social media and be more like aware of like what's going on in everywhere but where you are immediately at, it makes me feel like, you know what I'm saying, like, yo, like, well, you might as well just go. Like, I can be alone right now. Like, I'm used to, like, I ain't tripping off you wanting to be like that, but you, like, taking my time. Like, this could be my time. Like, what is you here for if you're going to be, you know what I'm saying, going through your phone and stuff? So, like, you put that in different settings. Like, say we out to dinner or something, and somebody, like, more conscious of, like, the fact that they haven't been, like, keeping up to to tabs on like what's going on on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. You like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Or like you you uh like in your in the crib, watching T V, they doing it, dinner, any any setting where you would think like conversation would be like back and forth flowing. That is the only time like, you know what I'm saying? So it ain't so much of a social media thing, just being on your phone, like you know you wanna have like undivided attention or at least you wanna be available or have a conversation. Cause that shows like like you're not interested in it or something like whatever it could be like it just it just feel weird that's but like other than like that like being on social media like I don't know I think like a lot of the stuff is killed with like what I'm attracted to in a woman so like how, like I said like how you carry yourself in appearance like that kills two birds with one stone because like I would never be attracted to the type of person that be like talking all wild and reckless on social media because that's not like how I would I'm not attracted to a woman that carries herself in that nature. So like, I don't know, like think that I think that kills that social media thing. But it's a different time now, so like everybody be on their phones 24-7. Me too. Like I ain't but it's like I feel like the the key is when you be on your phone. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like a lovey dovey type of dude anyway. So like I wake up in the morning, I'm trying to be on my lovey dovey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait, you wake up on your phone and you like, it's not gonna like mesh well, you know what I mean? Oh, you huge on that. <laughs> um, I think social media for me and my relationship, um, I'm not huge on social media as long as you respect me um, and you know what you have. I feel like um, I'm a woman, so I know the ulterior motives that another woman has with a man. So, um, I feel like social media is all fun and games and it's always like, it's always that one or somebody who's trying to one-up you or feel like they have access to your man and you don't know nothing about it, right? So, you know, we women are shady sometimes and in the social media world, it can get a little bit crummy. So we just kind of want to be able to respect ourselves and respect our relationship, knowing like, hey, look, I, you know, this conversation kind of have to cease, or it's gonna have to be a conversation that everybody could see, um, because it's more of like, hey, how you doing? I haven't talked to you in a while, type of conversation. But with Austin, it's kind of like he's so friendly. And he really don't see that, like, she may be trying to get at me. And I feel like if you're going to have a friend, she got to be my friend, too. We're open about social media. Um, 
he 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 has this name for me. Oh, uh, this is good. And I do not agree with it. Uh, what was the name? Uh, you said social media whore. He says that because of me posting. He says I post a lot. Yeah, so what's what's a and whore do? A whore that keeps it going. She going all day and all night. Irritating to my soul because I am not. Media. I am not that. I I am not. Um, I post inspirational quotes. <laughs> I mean, we can go to my social media. I'm laughing. Okay, keep going. Really? Keep going. I'm sorry. Keep going. I do. I post. Uh, I'm in nursing school. I post nursing stuff. I post pictures of us. Keep going. Anyway. Social media, um, so you have to understand the context of my placement. And I'm not placing a social media whore the fact that you're a video vixen or you're putting uh, provocative pictures out there. When I say you're a social media whore, I mean that everything you do is on social media. Your, everything I do is not on social media. What I mean, what I mean when I say social media whore is someone who puts several posts up. She posts something on IG story every day. Every it's not day. like I post I'm just saying, a thousand day. things on every there, day, though. Every single day. Just because he uh, hardly posts. Is that if we're in a relationship and we're doing our thing, some things should be, you know, intimate. Some things should be, you know, private. And then my the, the real question I have, I don't think I asked her, is, you know, why does she feel the need to post all these things on social media so much? Again, I don't. I, I have a business, so if I'm posting, I'm supporting... Uh, my business, or I'm posting something to, you know, uh, one of my other brethren's businesses, or something like that. And I do post her, I have, but when I do it, it's when I'm just like really feeling it. You know, it's like, it's like that. But I feel like it's her posts are inundated with lots of these things, and I could be taken out of context. But that's how I feel about it. So maybe um, I feel it a lot of times more than you do, clearly. Um, and I post what I feel. And women tend to be more emotional than men. Uh, I post things like pictures or quotes. Um, pictures of me in the bed. So that's what he's getting to. He didn't like the fact that I had posted a picture. It wasn't nothing like, you know, it wasn't a bad photo. It was just like your arm and your face and you were sleeping. And I was like, my... my and was and my quote was... He, his mouth was not wide open or anything. Not. He was sleeping perfectly. It was a cute picture. And my quote for it was, my favorite part of the morning is waking up to you. Something like that. So he totally ignored. He totally ignored the quote. And just was like, why did you post this effing picture? And I'm like, what? I mean we had a conversation about that and I agreed not to post any more pictures of him sleeping she apologized so how we handle social media we didn't at first um yeah so I don't think a lot of people know I didn't have social media for a long time like I just got on Facebook a year ago. I always yeah. had it, but I I didn't yeah. open it or use yeah. it, and then I had an app. So I recently got on there a year ago, mm -hmm. and I always told her like we ain't never getting social media, like no Instagram, no Facebook, because that's always. We just say Facebook is the devil. Because it was just, <laughs> and and not in a religious way, just like I I seen nothing come good out of Facebook. 
But with the type of relationship we have, the trust that we have is like, why not? So when I when we got it, it was just it just became easy. So from so you gotta think we became got in a relationship in 08. From 08 to 13, we didn't have any social media, so we were just off the radar. And then we pop up on Instagram, and everybody like, y'all still live here? Like, where y'all been? Like, we thought y'all moved out of town. So um, when we got on there, we. We just got on there taking like a few pictures here and there and then like over the years we just decided like okay like let's start showing people like black love is real like we really love each other like this is who we are like here's a glimpse into who the gusters are and so that's why we created like the guster page so people could see like okay like you can really be friends with your mate and Everything is not always bad, and everybody that's on social media is not faking like they're happy. Like some right. people are happy, <laughs> and we're one of them. So yeah, so I feel like a lot of people believe like your social media is your representative. That's who you want everybody to view you as. Your filters and, and people. Some people either post the good and the bad, or just the good. Or but I feel like we just post who we are, and it, it just is it organically. It's positive. Um, like we talk to people before and they're like somebody asked me like are y'all re- are they really like that and we like like how do y'all think we are like yeah like <laughs> how do y'all view us people like are they really cool like I didn't people expect when they meet us that we are mean and stuck up and I'm like I have never I have never said anything bad yeah. for you to feel like you know we come across negative but as far as her being attractive and on social media um People sometimes will cross the line, whether it's me or her, like, and we we learn to, what? Um, I think we both know, like, it's us, and that's how me and Michael have always re- approached everything in life. Like, it's us versus everybody. At the end of the day, like, it's me and you, and, and nobody gonna be there for you like I am. Like, we got each other back no matter what. I know anything happened, he gonna be there for me, he gonna make sure I'm good, so... It's nothing anyone can say or do where I'm just like, like, we'll talk about it like, oh, did you see what he said? And he's like, yeah, like, don't trip. Or he'll see something on my page, he'll be like, he forcing it. Like, I'm going to say something to him. I'm like, just chill, like, let it go. Because at the end of the day, we are looking to open a business. So I'm like, I don't want us to be at odds with anybody. So everything is like a representation of our future business. Um... I think it's all about perspective too. So a lot of times Michael's like, I know how I know how dudes are. And I'm like, I know how females is. So like when a dude say something, I was like, I ain't really taking it like that. He like, but I know how dudes are and, and vice versa. So I think we both kinda like our curve game so smooth that I think we both good. Like I block a person in a minute. It's like it, it's no reason for you to keep for me to keep you in my life. Like you're not benefiting my life you're not bringing anything but trouble because if my husband feels a certain type of way then it's no reason for you to be around um as far as shutting down or uh responding to like an advancement i feel like i always bring it back down like back around to my wife or us like it just depends on what 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 it is if it's something i can ignore i just don't respond if it's something like too aggressive then I, I speak on it like, you know, that was inappropriate. Like, 
basically like my wife is not she not having that like you know but most so. of the time girls be on me though <laughs> and like in the most respectful way possible you right know? why and me about her <laughs> your wife right like your wife is something like girl like I would say what keeps us tight and together um, is our ability to even if we have in a heated conversation to tone it down and to actually be able to come to a conclusion about how we feel and um, compromise 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 and our ability to laugh and enjoy each other and still say I love you and good night still express how we feel for each other like I'm mad at you but as he say I love the fuck out of you <laughs> but yeah I mean for me like I would I'd be I keep the bucket just like it's even if she mad like she's still gonna text me and say hey I cooked you know uh, chicken fried cauliflower rice and bacon wrapped asparagus and so you're coming over for dinner and it's like hell yeah i'm coming over for dinner you know what i mean like you know what i mean is this is that type of support it's her being a, her womanly self and you know that's what you know i i enjoy you know so much and her attention to me and what she gives me is like uh, like nothing i've ever nourished lately I would say we've been on a different I don't want to say wavelength like we both have tried to improve ourselves individually and collectively so we've been doing a lot of positive things we've been feeding our spirits um We've been pouring in a lot of positivity into ourselves. Like lately we've been listening to a lot of motivational speakers and just like feeding ourselves like positive energy. Like, cause there's so much negativity out there that you could go into a rabbit hole and just be on a downhill spiral. So since you're facing all of that negativity in the world every day, you have to kind of put pour into yourself and give yourself like some positivity. So yeah, we've been doing a lot more reading um, because when we first got together, we didn't have a TV in the room, in the bedroom. So we did a lot of reading when we first got together. Um, and then we had kids and we started watching a lot more TV. So now we're getting back to educating ourselves more, a lot more positive. Um, we focusing a lot more on our kids talents and where they want to go so family is our biggest thing um this business just just staying positive is our our biggest and i feel like like getaways and vacations are like nourishing to like your spirit and it's like a renewal like it's almost like a restart button where you get to go somewhere and be like okay pause on life and you just get to enjoy just living, like being in that moment and taking in like a new culture, a new experience, and just like just living. Like, like every day we get up and go to work, or we busting our ass for somebody else. And then for that one moment, you pay to just have peace and serenity. And so I feel like vacations are so important to just get back. Yeah, those are healthy for our relationship. I also wanted to say um, we do 
feel like date nights and um, quality time are very important for our relationship. So even if it's small things like the kids go by my mother's house or her mother's house for the weekend, we make sure we do a date night, um, cuddle time. Even if it's after the kids go to bed, we make sure we unwind and talk about our day. Or we plan a Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Lately, we have been playing Nintendo. Um, we yeah. break for our son yeah. and then they left out our rules. <laughs> make sure I make sure I let her know like I'm here to help you take on whatever stress you got going on for the day um, and just let her know I, I got her back so and people feel like I shouldn't have to say it but like it's feel good it's feel good for me to say like like you know what you, what's going on like I got you people feel like like oh yeah I don't have to say it she know I love her yeah like, and I think also we did um, the love language quiz. So I think like that's important. So like we did the love language quiz and we know like what our love languages are. So I try to feed into what his love language is and he tries to feed into mine so that we make sure like we're because how I like to be loved is different from how he likes to be loved. So I need to make sure like I am like cuddling and being under him and like giving him that touch and sexual desire. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I did want to say, when we first got together, we went to uh, a marriage retreat and we did a, a love language quiz. And they they were in a certain order from one to four. Mine's was still different from uh -huh. hers. And then we retook it. What? Recently. Recently. And mine's changed. And hers changed. So. Her, the way she wants to be loved from the beginning of our relationship to now is different. So now I know like she wants, we both, our number one is what, quality time? Quality time. Your second is, one is um, words, words of affirmation. affirmation. So I make sure. No, acts of service and words of affirmation are right. my top two. So, top yeah, so acts of service. I make sure I help around the house. I make sure, you know, put gas in the car. Wherever she needs me to do, I make sure I do that. Also compliment her letting her know I'm there and so I felt like we recently had like a major breakthrough when we figured out her love language changed and me being able to love her the way she needs to be loved has what like improved us like, yeah and then we also created like a safe word recently it's like if he feels like I'm shutting down we created a safe word so now I'm like okay like if he said a safe word I gotta like snap out of it and be like okay let me put myself to the side and focus on us and try to like work through this like I know it's hard for me to just say things on the spot when we're going through something but let me do it because like he said the word yeah so we we agreed to meet on ground zero whether you're mad, I'm leaving, whatever the case is, she says it, then we we meet on ground zero and, and working it out. The magic happening, got a feeling it's great and I'm loving it. Hey, we got the magic happening. Relationship Goals, the podcast, is a full circle television production. Relationship Goals, the podcast, was recorded in Everyday Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Our audio engineer is Dooch, and our executive producers are Marcus and Kayla Lewis-Allen. Don't forget, if you're only listening to the podcast, there's so much more to see on FullCircleTelevision.com. Log on to experience Relationship Goals, the series, in a whole new way. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Full Circle Television. Peace, y'all.